Pretty boys, this is the first episode of Sweat Equity. I'm your host, Law Smith. Sitting here with me is Caleb Fuddy. Woo! Give them, uh, give them your real voice so they know what you sound like. Howdy, howdy. All right, we're going to talk about creating your own motor, how to do it, uh, how to be successful. This is a business podcast. Let's make it happen in three, two, one. Business. So it's we're uh, we're in our Toko Works office. Uh, we just got uh, an office about a month ago, um, and Caleb and I have had the idea for for a couple of months. He's a little nervous. He's hitting everything uh, about doing a business podcast that's actually useful. I've been listening to the Tim Ferriss podcast because oh, yes. y- you were telling me to listen to the Tim Ferriss podcast. Absolutely, but I knew that guy. I knew I wouldn't like it. You know, like. All right, I, I compare this to like, uh, J- this is the, what I call the Jimmy Clausen factor. Remember him? Absolutely. Okay, so J- for those who don't know, not a sports fan, Jimmy Clausen was the quarterback for Notre Dame, uh, but he had a face that you just kind of wanted to punch. You wanted to punch it. Right, so he'll never... I'll, right in the, th- maybe the throat. So like, he looked like an emu, <laughs> right? He looked like a... An like, emu plays. Yeah. Emu so, plays there. So he looks like an emu. Like, if you need to pause and Google image this and then high five your... Uh, your iPhone because I'm so exactly on that he looks like an emu. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, while we're at it, if you want to uh, give us a rating on iTunes, five stars review. Uh, this podcast is to help basically be not the anti Tim Ferriss, but more of a realistic uh, kind of experience on what small business entrepreneurship's like. Um, I feel like I have the same the same conversations over and over about yep. how to how to get your shit started how to like people are like well i want to i want to do my uh, usually chicks would say this <laughs> i want to do my own home jewelry business like e-commerce and i'm like great uh what let me help you with that i'm, I'm glad to help and they'll go cool and then i won't hear from them and then it's just silence after that right and it's like all right for the first thing is you got to have some kind of weird obsession Right. Yeah, you've got to be passionate about something. You've got to have something that's going to get you up in the morning. Well, it it's not it it's it's not even get you up in the morning. Sometimes it's like, uh, so I'll give you for instance, like, I love the work we're doing, and I don't even mind like after I go out, take my wife out on a date, and we're you know I'm not successful hooking it up with my <laughs> wife. I don't even mind like going and doing some work because I I feel like the clients we have i'm happy to do that work in the middle of the night right so it's not even it's not even like get up in the morning it's also like hey i don't even mind. like this is almost kind of fun to see absolutely i uh, absolutely. maybe that's a fuck you kind of attitude i have <laughs> like about the small that's business that's not a bad attitude to have though spite, just because it's fuck you doesn't mean it's bad spite's a good thing absolutely spite will keep you going spite's spite's going to keep uh you know keep the air beneath the wings on whatever it is you're trying to you're trying to keep alive you're, you're the air beneath my wings <laughs> try uh, to be try to be there's uh the, so another part of this podcast we want to kind of uh uh be maybe a conduit of of either other good podcast episodes we heard or you know blog articles or uh 
you know, stuff we're reading throughout the week or throughout the month that this caught my eye. We're going to post it on our site. Check it out when we post the episode. But one episode about spite that was really great and it caught my attention because I'm a big Bo Jackson fan. Bo Jackson. Shocker. Yeah, I know I'm going to Shock- two, as he sits here with his sp- Auburn University <laughs> cup. <laughs> two two sports metaphors within five minutes or stories, but uh, basically the podcast episode was uh, how do nuns and Bo Jackson how are they related? What's what's the similarity between? Sounds the two? like an awful joke. It's well, it is, but it's <laughs> it's spite. So uh, I'll I'll save you the whole podcast episode, but I, I I'll, and we'll post it with this episode on our on our uh, Toko Works website. But it's also, uh, they talk about nuns in the medieval times. Uh, there's barbarians uh, trying to break down the castle mm. that they're in or the monastery or whatever they're in right. uh, to rape the nuns. Okay. And so... Uh, That's pretty evil evil twist there. Terrible shit. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and so the barbarians, so, so, so the nuns... If they get raped, they're not a wife of, they're not a bride of God. Right. They're they're now tainted. They're not pure. So they they lose basically <laughs> in a very win lose situation in their head. That's a loss. Okay. They chalk it up as a loss. In the game of religion, you lose. Right. You're out. To them, that's everything. Thanks for playing. So to us, it's kind of crazy. To them, it's it that is that's their whole life essentially is right. to be the a bride of God in their eyes. And so uh, barbarians are at their place. And uh, they're about to knock down the door, and the lead nun basically, uh, you know, she chops off her nose. Where do we get that saying? Uh, uh, cut your nose to spite your face. Uh huh. So the barbarian. And that's where it comes from. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. No, I didn't know that either. <laughs> okay. And so uh, their faces are so fucked up that the barbarians don't want to uh, rape them. And basically, every it's nun follows in suit. It's kind of like when you get to jail, just shit yourself. And you're going to be good to go. You know, I no have, one's going to mess with you then. Mm, I think that's yeah, maybe. Right. I I did that at my old boy's high school. Okay. It didn't work so well. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it, it's one of those things where it it did work in their eyes. Now, right. the, the part they kind of trail off on that I thought was kind of funny is like, well, the barbarians just lit the place on fire anyway, <laughs> and just left. I was like. Uh, so you're going to go to heaven, but in the meantime, you don't have a nose and there's nowhere to live. Technically, and it's kind of like you're just, it's like the people, you're walking around Ebor. Te- <laughs> technic- that's where our office is. It's, it's a beautiful freak show. Uh, but technically, they won, okay? And okay. They, they, out of spite, they got what they wanted right. out of that. And uh, to them, uh, they were going to go to heaven and everything. Okay, so how this correlates to Bo Jackson. So Bo Jackson was uh, Heisman... Uh, Heisman winning running back for Auburn in 85, and then also was a badass baseball player. Uh, the Bucks, the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, had the number one draft pick in 86. Oh, yeah. This is when they were owned by the, the Hugh, notorious pick, Hugh Culverhouse, right? Yep. yep. Uh, they, they're about to make him the most paid ru- running back ever, or most paid uh, football player of all time mm-hmm. at that time. And uh, I guess there was some, like, they still had to court him a lot. And, and what and wasn't it that, you know, the Bucks had been talking to Bo and they had been telling him all while he's playing baseball as well. And they'd been telling him, you know, we, we you know, we want you to be the guy, you're gonna be the pick. They flew him to Tampa. And, and we want to fly you to Tampa. Right. And, and wha- that ended his college career. Absolutely, with the eligibility of and baseball. 
and what what it was correct me if i'm wrong the bucks had mentioned to Bo and, and to to the to the coaches and everybody it's fine we cleared it with the ncaa yep Bo took the flight when Bo got back uh he was stretching for baseball practice yep and his coach came up to him and said hey Bo, we uh you know come on over here we need to talk to you and they told him that he's no longer eligible to play baseball right and that was Bo's only stipulation with the bucks saying i don't want this flight or this visit to affect my eligibility for baseball because i still want to finish my baseball career at auburn right and so uh <laughs> he gets pissed because he's like fuck you i'm not going to the bucks yeah and basically he was already an angry guy to begin with right when he won when it, he was angry when he played right he played angry he just, sw- just a switch flipped and he was a, he was a different guy and so uh but he was angry growing up as well and th- so okay. that spite helped him become a better athlete he was just a freak genetically but also like i think that was the extra thing he got over yeah. you know a guy that it was his size and speed at that time uh so now he's just doubled down on spite. He basically goes up to his Auburn baseball coach and he goes, if you know anybody that needs a center fielder um, in the pros, you let me know. Uh, Kansas Ooh. City Royals, I think, were the team. Yep. Uh, he turned down like, uh, I want to say 8 to $10 million from the Bucks At the time, that's a, that's a lot of money. Yeah, oh, shit. I yeah. mean, that's. I mean, that's a lot of, money, a lot of now, money now. But yeah. let's I'll, let's be real here. I'll take that now. As we as we sit at a at a plastic table with our our mic set up, we're getting that's our, a lot of money. We're getting here. our triangle conference table. It's gonna happen. <laughs> it's I, coming in. I've got a Zelda like uh, conference table. I want to make the uh, checks in the mail. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he goes and plays for the Royals. Most people know he, he was a two sport athlete. Never came to the Bucks. Went to the Raiders. Uh, in split time between both, I think he's the only guy ever to be in both all-star games. I'm not sure. For both leagues at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think that might be right. Um, yeah. so basically, Which is a hell of a feat, by the way, for for people who know sports. That is incredible to be selected as the best in two sports. Not just not just to play two sports professionally, but to be selected in two oh, sports two, as an God. all-star by your peers, by the fans. It's an incredible achievement. And so. that's I, I. That's why I have a man. He's in my man crush hall of fame. Well, I'm he sure. was actually at your wedding. Yeah. I, if I'm not, if I w- if I'm sober, uh, if it's not cloudy enough to remember this properly, I think he was there. I don't want to meander too much down this route, but uh, we, I, he's he's. I have a man crush hall of fame. Uh, he's mm. he's the top. He's the leader of the okay. clubhouse. Elon Musk is in there. Uh, Rightfully so. Uh, okay. Whoever the best is at what they're doing, or they're a game changer in my mind. Uh, my wife Mona uh, hears these like seven dudes' names over and over <laughs> because I, I'm like obsessed with how gr- how they become really great. Uh, even though, like uh, uh, Adam Carolla is in that. Absolutely, uh, everybody thinks he's a dullard, but he's actually a, a very savvy entrepreneur that Absolutely. also also. Uh, made a badass documentary this year he's pro- people don't know he's probably one of the hardest working individuals who will f- he finds hacks in, in in anything and everything he does to be as productive as possible at all times while he's awake so it's incredible so my wife has to hear about bo jackson elon musk adam carolla val kilmer for acting okay yeah okay. oh yeah i mean a little weird but we got dudes it. Could commi- uh, dudes the best actor yeah we get it okay we got uh, it. so <laughs> so uh, uh we I was joking with my wife. What if we could get Bo Jackson to marry us? Uh, that would be cool. Uh-huh. He seems like the kind of guy who'd do it, um, and he shouldn't do it because he had a he had a charity event he had to do. And because it was in Tampa, he refused I'm to pr- absolutely show up. I'm so. sure that didn't help. Yeah. 
You're uh, like, Bo, we'll get you a flight down. It's not going to ruin anything you've got going on in your life. But we'll you, fly you to Tampa. You're good. You know what's cool as fuck is like he, his people, he or his people sent an autographed uh, picture and said, sorry, we couldn't do really? it. Really? Yeah. And I was wow. like, that, and I think it was framed. I don't know. Really? Mona gave that to me. Uh, right before we got married, like here's and you gift. don't remember anything that happened right before that. Uh, no, I, no, of course I, I was not. like, I got to go find the vestibule in this church and kind of <laughs> rub one out. But uh, no, I so what was I say? Oh, so Bo Jackson, we had a cardboard cutout of him at my wedding. I could have sworn it was him, and it, I, I think he got. Some people were unruly and know I have a man crush for him. Mm. And I Some think, Alabama fans there. Think cut a yeah. hole in his mouth and like face fucked him or something. Right. I don't know. Well, I don't want to get too vulgar. No, no, but no. Whatever. You uh, know, if it's the truth, you can say it. Um, That's the rule here. So the main theme of that of that man crush Hall of Fame is a motor, is having a motor. And yep. I don't think I, I fully believe like a lot of people. I get this a lot because I do a lot of stuff. Um, sometimes to the dismay of my wife, uh, she'll see me kind of stressed out or trying to figure out how to juggle everything while having a life with her, having a social life. Right. Um, it's a little difficult. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but it, I'm more, way more satisfied doing 12 different things. I do stand up at night. We're running this company. Uh, I'm working with a bunch of small business starting clients. a new podcast starting a new podcast I, ha- I have another podcast about college football called the triple option uh, more Bo Jackson references there if you guys are looking for that head uh, over to triple uh, option podcast 3xopod.com you'll get your fill and I've got uh, I've got <laughs> I've got sketches I do as well so it but I'm way more satisfied doing spreading those across and if I was doing just one thing I'd be pretty miserable yeah Uh you now, know. the thing I get a lot of the time is like, well, yeah, I can't keep up with your clip. Like, your how many things you do is kind of just crazy. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What else do you like to do on a Saturday and Sunday? Right. Like, I I used to be the guy that was like, man, I gotta relax. I I've been in an office for 45 hours a week. 45. That's that's an hour more wow. than that other dude. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I fuck it. I need my Saturdays and Sundays. I, I can see how people snap at after forty hours. How they just can't take it anymore. And the right, stress is too much. And literally right now, it's like I have something to do almost every time, every hour of the day now. Which, but it's it's stuff in my interests. So right. Uh, and that's stuff that your motor gets going for. Right. And uh, long story short, like a lot of people go, "Hey, I can't. I don't have that kind of like." inertia or energy or anything and i'm like then you don't really want to do what you're telling me you want to do absolutely you, you don't really want to open a bar because like <laughs> if you did you would start really looking into it or at least fucking watch bar rescue for a marathon right absolutely you you'd at least have something set up next to that lemonade stand on the corner there where if they don't want lemonade they can come to you and get a beer you know show a little initiative so we were talking about this uh before we started like i i get hit up from friends i'm happy to like sit down and have a drink and go over what they want to do. Right. And I can give you a cocktail napkin game plan, which is something I think I'm very good at on the fly because I've done stand up. I can kind of read people, mm-hmm. but at the same time I've got some business school experience. I've got small business experience, but mainly the hardest thing to change. And I, I wanted to make sure we had this on our website. The hardest thing to change in business is behavior. And 
Uh, Couldn't agree more. Uh, I've talked about this with my old professor, uh, former bosses of mine, and I go, the heart, that is, if you want to call it human capital or employees or connections or vendors, whatever relationships you have, if you can figure out how to, to bring them more in your side, hey, let's get this done. I don't need to follow up with you eight times. Right. Especially with vendors. I feel like I use a lot of different vendors all the time, <laughs> the printers, whatever. And I, I'm like, hey, if we're going to, I'll give you all the business I have that makes sense for you. But if I have to follow up with you four times, this is pointless. Right. It's duplicative work. Well, and and just to, to go back real quick to... Yeah, you got to harness me. What you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, not that you're off, off track or off topic because you're not. And I need to get Jimmy Clausen off my computer screen because he's just got this. I just want to... I'm going to break my computer screen, man. I'm telling <laughs> you, I just want to punch the shit out of it. He's just looking at me with that fucking... Chicks guy. don't realize that. God damn it, Jimmy. You watch sports and you're just like, I hate that guy's face. You just There's guys that you just hate and it, you hate them more like... Y- y- you almost root against them yeah. if they're guys that are like, you know, you know, they're just like the stud and the guy. And uh, I mean, talk about rounding things up and, and staying on track. But they're, they're, it, that's for another topic. But yeah. um, but going back to what you were saying about having things laid out uh, and, and and saying, man, I'm much more satisfied doing nine, 10, 12 different things at once than focusing on one thing that's, man, this is my nine to five. And then I go home. And uh, for me, when when I have one thing going on, I am content and happy when I'm busy yeah. and I can uh, do things and, and, and have a taste of success and get that little dopamine burst and, and get that high from, man, I just, I just did something. I did it well. That's such a great feeling. And I start to look for what else am I good at? What else can I do more of that? I'm going to get that feeling all the time. And I think that's one of the reasons why law and I were sitting here on a, on a Saturday morning you know, doing this podcast is because we're always looking for more and that's not to, to raise us up, but we know that there are so many people out there that are searching for what we're searching for. They're searching for, man, how can I contribute to what is going on around me? Right. And, and it's about like, part of this is aligning yourself with your interests, right? Yeah, absolutely. And that might create your motor too. So I, I say this like, I wasn't born with a uh, a crazy work ethic. It kind of, I kind of made it happen on my uh, not on not 100% on my own, but I did realize like, okay, let's look at all the successful people I know in my life. Right. Well, <laughs> right? again, it it shapes it a little bit. It's not something you're. No one comes out of the womb and they're like, let's get to work, man. Let's do this. Some people are just like I look at like some like people that are really like PR people that are just always on top yeah, of it. Yeah, but those are different cats. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you're a little bit. Um, you're born with that a little bit. Like yeah, you have that. There's this chick. I I I talk about the the spin class teacher uh, in my act that just ha ha I don't need eating <laughs> coffee ha like fucking just ready to go at 5 a.m. Right. I don't have that I right yeah, that's I probably s- a good everyone every secretly that's like the good looking football football player everybody just wants you to not do well when you're that person uh, well I mean like I woke up at noon last week I don't have that like that is not my my genetic makeup necessarily right but I do know but I was I the reason I slept till noon is because I didn't sleep all week but Basically, you know, it's about changing that behavior into... Th- I was lazy as shit in high school. Right. In the first two years of college. Was a bum. Didn't do anything. I played sports, but that's like... 
that's kind of just fun. doesn't that's count. F- yeah, I just sound like I had a job too. Uh, I w- I wasn't a good student. The NCAA, you know, football players would disagree with you incredibly at this point. But what? That, but that's okay. Oh no, that you, you you played sports but didn't have a job. I played s- high school sports, which right, were, total, it's totally which was three hours after school every day. But right, it's soft sp- contact. It, shit, yeah. <laughs> all yeah. boys school. I had to quit because of concussions. But uh, <laughs> um, so this is before all the crazy concussion talk. Um, but what I'm saying is like, then I got into business classes when I was at Auburn, uh, in my junior year for entrepreneurship. And I was like, it, this clicked and I was like, Oh, or maybe sophomore year. And I was like, I know I want to go this route. Right. And I fucking crushed it. A's and B's from then on without really having to do a dick load of work, still building that motor up. Then I moved to LA and I was like, all right, nine to five job. Once I got that, uh, it was for a mutual fund company called Dimensional. I don't know shit about mutual funds. Right. I don't even know what those are. I did an interview and I was like, yeah. on the way, like, uh, like I had to like Google, Google, pr- no, Google. No, well, I couldn't bring it up on my phone. This is oh six. So I was like, <laughs> I, I basically printed it out from whatever. You're on like the My Verizon search assist. I'm on a bus from West LA to Santa Monica trying to like power read about mutual funds and how index funds work. You're talking about mutual funds with the bus driver getting pointers before the interview. Oh yeah. If he spoke English, yeah, it's LA. Come on. So, uh, so, (laughs) so I'm working in this job that I'm having to spend a lot of overtime to figure out what this industry is. And, and then I'm trying to do stand up at night and that's where I was like, this is what I'm passionate about. Yeah. And that's where I was basically spending 40 hours a week working on stand-up, which people don't realize you have to drive out to shitty open mics. You're there for three hours. You may or may not get on for oh, yeah. three or five minutes on stage, and then you go home. And so it's a commitment, and you have to get up. It's just like, uh, it's just like any, anything you want to do, uh, entertainment or sports-wise. You right. have to get your reps in. Or Absolutely. just anything in general. Like, if you want to be a woodworker, you should put your reps in. If you want to, if you want to open your own furniture shop, uh, but you're you work in accounts receivable somewhere, you better be putting in about twenty hours a week. Absolutely. Uh, just trying to figure out new methods, or trying to maybe getting like all crazy about people in Denmark making furniture and how it's ergonomically correct and all this shit. Um, but you have to put your reps in and. That's when you. That's when I started creating a motor. So that's why I get pissed when people say they can't do it because right. I know they can. People want to create their own glass ceiling. Well, and this is something that we talk about all the time, um, and it's people will come to, to law to myself, and we've been one of these people all at one point or another where we've said, "Man, I really, really want to do this. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what just it keeps me up at night, and it's all I'm thinking about while I'm at work." And then you just find something in the back of your head that for some reason we all listen to that gives you every reason to not do it. And you're like, man, you, you start to think about risk. You start to think about, um, you know, the fears of, of failing and losing, you know, everything that you know as security in your life with the, the, you know, I get benefits with my job. I get, I have steady income and my girlfriend, you know, really likes that we're able to go on vacation or my wife really likes that we're able to get groceries every week. It's like, what a high maintenance bitch. I mean, well, you don't need groceries every week. Stop eating so much. But it's one of those things where you find every reason to not do it, but it's still all you think about. Right. And how are you going to know unless you put in some time, unless you look at things and don't look at things so 
conservatively all the time. That's what we tend to do um, when it's our own future ahead of us. Yeah. You know, when we're giving advice to other people, we might say, man, just go for it. Yeah. Jump off that cliff, man. It's going to be cool. We'll put it on Facebook. It's going to be awesome. But we're not the ones jumping off that cliff. Right. And when we are, while, whether we jump or not, we think about it a lot more rationally. Um, and we, we just put a lot more thought into that process. And, um, you know, there's a stat that I heard that I found it, it incredibly, uh, it, it just really raised my eyebrows. Um, and I, I heard it in a few places, but the first place I heard it was in a, a great book that uh, I know law has, but uh, refuses to, to get through. Uh, it's called Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's fucking um, corny. It's, it is corny. It's corny, but <laughs> if you're at that place in your life where you... Um, you know, you're not getting your inspiration from the Kardashians anymore, which hopefully you reached that quite a while ago. But um, what a waste of it, life, by the way. Yeah. Watching that shit. That'll be the last reference unless uh, unless we can see some photos of Rob who lost some weight. We might bring that back up. But who's Rob? What is that? That's the cousin. That, there's, dude, I don't know if they have cousins. I think it's just a, I think it's Rob's the brother. OK. And <sighs> Rob was in a dark place. I'm so glad. So I we need to speak. We did. We need to speak of Rob sensitively. Because he could go right back into that relapse and put on those pounds. We need to really be careful with Rob here. Man, okay? I hate that you know this. Dude, my, my girlfriend, and I don't want to get off on a tangent, she watches the worst TV. I mean, it's unbelievable. That's when I, I walk in the other room with my MacBook and just go do something else. That's why I'm here on a Saturday morning. Because <laughs> she's, she's catching up on the Kardashians and Below Deck. and I mean, she watches other people live their lives while she's sitting on the couch. And there's deck. nothing wrong with that because she's amazing at what she does and she's a great person, but she watches the worst TV. I can't. So anyways, um, but what, what I'm getting at here and what if you haven't turned us off yet, what we're, we're trying to get at is sorting through the ways that, you know, listening to all those little voices in your head, listening to your friends and they're all saying, play it safe, stay with your job. You know, this is a great thing, you know, you need to be doing. The, you know, the stat that I wanted to mention is that 80% of the workforce is unhappy with their job. And given if they had enough money, they would leave their job. They would leave. I mean, that's an astounding stat at 80%. Right. There are, that, there are 20% of people that if you ask them, hey, if you won the lottery, would you still do your job? And they would say yes. And I think that is where you wake up and you're happy. Yeah. And you have happiness come into play in your life and you say, man, I, you know, I, I love what I do. It doesn't feel like a job and I can't believe I get paid for this. Now, finding that, I don't know that it's all that common, but I think when you do find something, you have to investigate that. You can't ignore that because that is not, obviously, it's not that common. Yeah. 80% of the people hate what they do. So, and also, like, all right. I my here's my practical advice. I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you to do a four hour work week, <laughs> like yeah. that's insane. Yeah, uh, just outsource your entire life so you can go to the pool. No, let's say you're an office manager in some big corporate company, right? You right. hate your job. It's a nine to five. Uh, you're you're getting office space left and left and right. Like you're just kind of hating life. You right. hate the position. You're overqualified. And you work with a bunch of people. We're, we're all overqualified, man. Right, everybody is. It's like <laughs> it's like the prison mentality. It's like right. Ah, didn't do it. You know, like <laughs> come uh, on. Where's my guy? raise, man? Yeah. So my thing with this is here's my practical advice: keep that job. You keep it until you can. <laughs> you you have the ability financially to leave. Right. Uh, and a lot of people go, "Oh man, it's not romantic." Like, I'm a rock. I'm a rocker, man. Like. I got fucking, I got to rock out. It's like, you can do two things at once. And honestly, it's figuring out how to get
get your band to the next level locally, right. it's going to reflect on you in your day job too, because it's going to, it's going to get this weird problem solving uh, mechanism going. So yep. uh, for instance, in my life was uh, I was doing stand up. I was 24. Didn't have a lot of material to pull from. I didn't have, you know, didn't have a hard life growing up. Uh, and like, I was like, all right, I need to kind of shake this up. I know I need to get better about doing crowd work, crowd interaction, hosting. Right. I'm going to take an improv class. So I took improv classes at the Groundlings. It's one of the best things I've ever done in my life. Uh, not only was it great for my stand-up where I could just – I was better on the fly, uh, and now I think I'm, I'm – like I still use a lot of that fundamental mm-hmm. training, uh, but I used it in business life too. So when I was in – um, I'd be in a, a meeting at Dimensional and I'm listening. I'm Now I'm listening. It taught me how yeah. to listen a lot better. It taught me how to yes and. Don't negate. Absolutely. Uh, like someone would come up and be like, oh, fucking Jeff's piece of shit, right? And I'm <laughs> like, you just go the other way. With yes it. and? Yeah. Um, he's a real piece of shit. I tell you, he's a shit factory. Uh, here in the 1930s, so he's setting the scene. Here's our relationship. Uh, so the... Th- the thing with uh, with that was like, all right, my stand up life that is negative negative money game still is. Yeah, I lose money on that. Yeah, uh, most of the time, and it's like I'm I'm building that callus. I'm building the, the, getting those reps in, but it's helped me in my in my professional life to where I'm I'm able to use these these things that people would consider silly, but they're actually really pragmatic. When I'm trying to do my best, and hold on, I know I know I'm talking a lot, but uh, the other practical advice I give is like, you need to crush that nine to five job so so badass that no one can talk shit to you. Yeah. Because there's gonna get a moment where you're gonna have this crossover into whatever you're doing on the side, mm-hmm. and you need to be like, oh, we need Caleb. It, like he's such an integral part of this. If he's out the whole place kind of goes under a right. little bit or he's so good about it. He, yeah, take Friday off because you stayed an extra three hours every day to right. get ahead. Yeah. So it, it taught me to think ahead too. Like, all right, crush this grunt position where I had 18 bosses, uh, and basically just do the best you can. Cause I never want to be like, I never want anybody to come to me and go, Hey, we need this report. And I got a gig at the comedy store at eight and I'm going to miss it because of that. Because you have to do some report for a job that you probably don't care much about in the first place. But but it it got me pumped to do work. I'm like, oh, yeah. Got the store tonight. So excited. Like, I don't care. I'll make your binders. Let's do it. Yeah. I'll do the. Oh, you got to ship something out. I got you. Let's do it. Well, and you've got the you've got the personality and I I think everyone does. It just depends if you you tap into it or not. And you have the, the right attitude about your work. Where even if you hate your job right now, you know that's something you just learned. There's always something you can learn, even in the worst situation. Right. That you can say, man, I, I really hate this job, but hey, now I know what I don't like doing. I mean, that's a huge part of life. Is no as much as knowing things that you do like and you do enjoy or that you're good at, as knowing things that you don't like doing that you don't want to spend time on, and that maybe you're not good at. If you know your strengths. You know, hopefully you know your weaknesses as well. Oh, and that's, that's just as, va- and, uh, oh, as valuable. That's way more valuable. Absolutely. Know what you're not good at. Yeah, I know I, I'm a ter- like I'm a good writer um, of dialogue, but I'm a terrible like 
constructed writer right. for content right. or for websites. So I go, I know I'm not good at this. I know my grammar's fucking abysmal right. to the point of embarrassing. Right. Uh, there, there. Yeah, we got no, it. No, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm weird about that. I, I make sure to never text like you're, you're, right. they're, they're. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, I don't do like you are for your. Yeah. Because that's just a fucking cop out. That and it's like, you it. just, you don't, you don't know which, which way to spell it. Oh, it bums me out. I don't, don't, and I don't write B for like, be there at 12. I don't put the letter B because I'm not lazy as shit. And I like, oh yeah, I bathe and like dry my, cl- like wash my clothes and iron my clothes. <laughs> so I just don't like shortcut on shit. I just can't stand people that they want to, it's like you save so much time by not putting the E behind the B to spell B. Well, that was incredible. Do- what a hack. It does, it does spill into your professional life too absolutely so now that a lot of people have to use their mobile phone to talk to their boss or colleagues or you know clients uh you know like it it will spill into that and you'll look like you're writing a ransom letter like (laughs) you know the there's text on like uh all right there's a bunch of emojis in here and shit like i so i try to avoid that as well right um where where are we going (laughs) lunch we're gonna do lunch well you always want lunch i i get it but no, uh, what were we, we were just, oh, so like, yeah, the job you have, look, uh, the, we're starting our own company. I'm running this company and 95% of the stuff I'm doing right now, I don't want to do. Right. Oh, absolutely. I see the forest for the trees though. And well, I see a sacrifice. Right. And I know like, Hey, one day I'm not going to be doing the web dev web dev stuff. I'm not going to be having to write content. We'll have We'll have interns or we'll have employees. Right. Uh, but for now, I know I'm going to have to do it. And my my grammar's poor, so I, I hit up someone. Hey, can you proofread this for me? Mm-hmm. I'll pay you X amount or whatever or buy you lunch or something. But right. like, uh, know your weaknesses is huge. Absolutely. Uh, I, know, um, I know I get really pissed uh, and grumpy if I don't go do something physical every day. If I don't go to the gym... Uh, right or go play basketball or some sport or something uh, that part is genetics in me i think well I, I think that's just that's an overall i mean and we, we'll get into that in, in other episodes sure. but the, the exercise aspect of your your life and your daily routine i mean there's a we can go on about daily routine and you know what successful people do what you should do um and it's different for everybody but exercise in general has just it's clinically proven that it just it makes you feel like a different person. Oh yeah. I mean, as from stress relief to clearing your head to the physical aspects of it as well. Obviously, it's physical activity. Um, it can make an enormous difference in your productivity level, in your happiness level. Uh, we talked about having that dopamine yeah. come into play that gives you that high. I mean, it's how dope. much? Dopamine. It, it is so dope. That'd be a good rap name. Ah, dopamine. My name is Dopamine. All right, that's that's gonna be your name on this podcast from now on. <laughs> All right. All right, dopamine. I gotta come up with something better than lunch. It's maybe lunchbox. I'll be lunchbox, lunchbox for now. I kinda it's, like that. It sounds like it could fits be my shirt Wiz size. Khalifa's like side guy. Like, yo, dopamine's gonna be dropping an album. I'm producing it. Uh. I'm the future. <laughs> Hoverboards. Uh, but I I okay, so we'll we'll get into this. I know we're kinda on tangent highway, but uh, It's the first episode, people chill the just no, chill out. We're, we'll have interviews in, and uh, it won't be just us two f- f- flabbing gums. But it's one of the things where uh, I look at it almost on an economic kind of reason too. Mm. So not only do I I emotionally feel a lot better because uh, the dopamine is in me, but 
it's one of those things where if I'm healthier, I'll be out. I won't be sick as many days. Yeah. Or as many hours in a week. Yeah, you, and you're just the you won't be as sluggish. You're you're sharper. You're right. in a better. You can handle more adversity through the day without snapping and slamming your computer closed and saying that's it. I'm done for the day. And with the hours that you know that, that we're putting in right now, and that people everywhere are putting in to s- start their own businesses or to be successful at whatever job they have, you're gonna have adversity. Right. Well, I mean, let's face it. Life is great. Life is beautiful. But there's time where life sucks. Things don't go your way. You need to be able to be stable enough to handle that. Yeah. And th- a lot of that stems from your physical activity. Sure. Giving you that peace of mind to know, man, at the end of the day, I can get to this workout. That's something that I can control, that yeah. I'm in control of, makes me feel good. And that allows you to handle things throughout the day that may not go your way. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's the Mike Leach, swing your sword. Uh, you know, <laughs> swing it where you want to go. Mm. Uh, it's, I look at it almost like a grid. Right. Okay. I can I can picture a, a calendar gridded out with all the hours. Okay. Let's give yourself nine hours for sleep and just like uh, like uh, just brushing just your teeth. Me time. Just, yeah. Just okay. get shaving all that shit. Yeah. Uh, and we both have beards, so we don't know what we do with that shaving time. But well, I do the. It's built in. I do the uh, beard trimmer. Uh, That's what I got going on. On a three and just I'm on a four. I'm on a four. I do that every three days and then uh, that's this I think that's the spite thing in me. You know, what? just going up to the four on the beard trimmer. Ooh. Just being like, you know what? Screw this, man. You're I'm spi- gonna I'm gonna see what I can get away with here because I, I really don't care. That's what we call in the industry a callback. Very nice. Mm. You want to loop it back. The 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 audience loves it because they were like, I was there. That's uh, how we roll. Mm. Um so I think I look at it like a grid. Now if I I can close my eyes and do this, but like all right, picture. All right, so you have twenty-four hours over seven days, right? Right. Let's say, yeah, let's even be generous and say ten hours sleep and uh, just uh, hygiene. You know, just take okay. care of yourself. If you're a chick, if you're like my wife, uh, you add another ten to twenty on hair and beauty shit. Okay. That's another. That's. I think the, that's fair. I could do a whole another episode on that. Yeah, I th- and I think we might have talk <laughs> about venting and, and feeling you know getting things off your chest to feel better. That we might have to do. No, that. I mean it's just chicks spend so much time. They that, that ten to twenty hours she spends in any woman in my life, it's anybody I know. It's the same. The same. They deal. they burn so much time, so much wasted time. You got to get your hair done, nails. Yep. Uh, you got to do this, that, Paint the other. Your face. And when most guys, it's the the whole. It's been a joke for the last fifteen years. Chicks dress for other chicks, because uh, I, I think chicks dress to not, not get eaten up by other chicks. Right. You're yeah. not wearing Rihanna shorts for me. I think those are fucking disgusting. And I know what you look like naked, so we don't. Need, right. You know, we don't have to do that, that. Makes you look like you have a huge coos, like for, or like a long butt, like Jesse Spano. Mm. Um. So long butt disease. I'm not down with the long horse butt. Uh, nope. So, so I look at it like a grid, a weekly grid. All right. If you can car, you could Everybody can carve out 30 minutes to go exercise. Here's a fun fact for you: five percent, no, no, three percent of Americans do uh, do the amount of exercise they should be doing, which is, and this is week, five times a week, 30 minutes of exercise. Only three percent. I feel of like men. you're looking through my soul right now. I had to. I had to research this. Uh, I was helping my sister, kind of, work on an idea for a fitness app, and uh, I started doing research. And this was a Wall Street Journal from a while back, and I was fucking. I had to like stop what I was doing and just be like, really, really, <laughs> we're that. That's what we're doing. 
Now we, we, we can't find 30 minutes. Now you can use the reward system, which uh, I think is becoming a lot bigger. Like, all right, if I'm going to get on the Nordic track at my house for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. which it should do, it loosens me up. Uh, I'll watch uh, Narcos on, on my yeah. iPad. And that's the only time I can watch it. If I okay. do that 30 minutes, catch a quick episode of Veep. Sure. Get, get that in, knock that out and you're caught up. Yeah. And so I like that reward system. Right. If, if you're a person that's struggling to get this behavior down on your own. Um, also, walking is great. Walking is great. Walk without your cell phone or turn it on airplane Ooh. mode. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would send a challenge out to everybody to do anything without your cell phone. I, I take walks all the time to clear my head. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my, I walk around Ebor and my wife calls me an old Jewish man because I'm just like, ah, feh. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just walking around just pissed about like <laughs> chickens and dirt, like just garbage in Roosters. the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but all right, so back to like productivity grid, something that's kind of you. All right, now wipe another ten hours, eight. Let's say eight hours because you got work. Right. Let's say ten because most people have to commute. You got lunch. You're kind of left over with about uh, you know four or five hours a day. Mm-hmm. And those four or five hours, even if you're spending, you spend one working out. Or, uh, or cardio or stretching or something, mm-hmm. you've got three or four other hours to, to work on something. Right. And if you're super efficient, uh, you can kind of knock that out while you're working. You know, a lot, of, a lot of office jobs are hurry up and wait. Absolutely. And if you prioritize your shit, you get it done, you could just be sitting there and work on whatever you're trying to do. Take that yeah. to the next level. So that's my practical advice on like, you have probably in a work week, in any given week, or let's say the work week, let's say Monday through Friday, you have 15 to 20 hours of dick around time. That's where you can use that to do your passion. And if you can just find, and, and you don't even have to use the, you know, the, the four to five hours extra a day yeah. to, to, to do that. If you can just use one hour, if you can just use 30 minutes to, to research, to find what you're passionate about. Right. You know, to even to even just start to yep. say, man, what would I do if I got paid no money? What would I be happy doing? But also, like, if you're you're like, all right, I got to get my life in order too. I well, used you've to got four extra hours. I used to use Monday nights and I do clean the whole place up, mm-hmm. do laundry because there's yeah. no shows really uh, on Monday nights. Unless it's nights. football season. Put then it on the background. Only, there's only one show. Put it on the background. It's not like you've got to watch every Monday night football game. Eh, I mean, you don't have you don't have to do anything, but you do it. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, uh, do you want to look back at your life 30 years later and be like, oh yeah, when I was in my 20s, it was really awesome when I watched Oakland play uh, the Bengals when they had Chad Ochocinco. Depends amazing. who covered the spread. Who gives a fuck? You won't remember that either. Like, Who's Ochocinco? <laughs> he, he was is he still doing free dinners, by the way, on Twitter? Is he? Yeah, he would like tweet out to people. He was in Tampa one time up at... Uh, yeah, he was in Tampa. He, I think he took everyone up to Shula's, and he tweeted out the first 50 people that show up, I'm going to buy him dinner. All right, let's see if we can get him on this podcast. I let's s- do I it. I feel like that's attainable. I think so. Because there's going to be free food. If he's here, there's going to be free food. Yeah. Well, he's got to still have money, right? I think he's smarter than people think. I agree. I I would. Plus, I think the way he got into now, this is like our fifth football thing. Uh, It's okay. It's it's football season, people. uh, You need to figure it out. I think he's smarter than people realize, but I'm not sure. I can't. 
put my finger. You know on. what? We're gonna find out when he's here. You know what else we're gonna find out? A lot more coming up in future episodes. Woo! That's how you segue out of this. Uh, if you like this, tell a friend. If you know anybody that's trying to get their own thing started, just go. Hey, I've been listening to these guys. I think this will be actual practical advice for you. Uh, or just sometimes when you're trying to do your own thing, entrepreneurial wise, you're on an island. You really don't have anybody to talk to or hear anybody's experiences without feeling embarrassed or anything. So if you you want to hit us up on Twitter uh, or Facebook, uh, Instagram, whatever, however you want to connect with us, ask some questions. We'll definitely try to field them. If we don't do them on air, we'll definitely hit you back. Uh, if you want to hook us up, give us a five-star review. If you didn't like it, give us a one-star. I don't care. We want to yeah. get better. Let us know. I, w- I, I like failing because I want to know how to get better. Failing is fun. Right. No, it's not fun, yeah. but it, it, can, it makes a better product, service, or skill. How Absolutely. Uh, TocoWorks.com, and uh, we'll be back for that. Episode.